Inconceivable, a game of nerdery and nonsense, trivia and tribulations. Now let's join our panelists and a man so knowledgeable he can't play game shows, only host them, Dan Morin. Thank you, Jason Snell, sitting in for Lex Friedman. Welcome to Inconceivable, a game that tests two teams' knowledge of the nerdy, useless, and obscure. To my right is Team One. This is her first game with us, and we hope it's not too jarring. Ms. Oh. Marisa McCullough. Oh, oh, oh. All right, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hi. Uh, we've put him on the same team as his wife. Hopefully that won't kindle any arguments. Mr. <laughs> Scott McNulty. I hate you, Dad. <laughs> Everything going as planned. And the third wheel on this team. Turns out he's not half bad at this bluffing thing. Turns out. Mr. David Lore. Bonjour. <laughs> Who will captain your team? Uh, may we? Oui? The bluffer himself, Mr. David Lohr. The silent French teammate. Not <laughs> David Lohr. Je suis un chameau mouillé. All right. To my left is team two. We know he's mastered the building blocks of success, Mr. Stephen Schpansky. Hi. Hello there. Her knowledge of a wide variety of topics is <coughs> uncanny. Ms. Erica Ensign. Actually, I kind of like that. Thank yeah. you. There's, there's a lot of canning going on. <laughs> As well it should be. And Probably. is he talking sense? Balderdash, Mr. Steve Lutz. So help me, I will put you out this seven-story window. <laughs> <laughs> Who will captain team two? Apparently, I've been volunteered yet again. Congratulations, Steve. Steve will captain. We start with round one. Congratulations. Yay. <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. We start with round one, as always, the jargon file. For five points, identify the universe or franchise, and for another five, explain the term. Marisa, we'll start with you. Oh, good God. That's appropriate response. Where would I, where would I find a transmogrifier? Um, you can ask your team oh, for I, help. Oh, good. Yes, you're, you're, you can always ask your team for help. I would say Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, I sounds good to me. <laughs> That's five points for another five points. What is, what is it? A cardboard box that does what? Uh, Transmogrifies things. Uh, it changes them from one thing to another. <laughs> Way to go, Marisa! It's all coming back to me now. <laughs> <clears throat> my, you can, my of voice course, always down a little there. turn. You, you can always look to your your teammates okay. for help. I'm excited that this game will require only an eight-year-old's level of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I am fully prepared. We're ramping this. up. But oh, sadly, yeah. I oh, failed at that. Oh. <laughs> uh, Steven. Oh, no. <laughs> everybody, everybody, I like that everybody signs up for the show and then is worried when you call out to answer a question. Yeah. I'm sorry, which, which Steven are you referring to? Steve, you're Steve. He's Steven. Well, I'm Steven. also technically Steven. Nope. You're going to have to specify. No, you aren't. No, no you're, you're Imperial. I'm the metric Steven. So. Oh. <laughs> metric Steven. Yes. Where would I find re-sleeving? Re-sleeving. It's either a wine, a cheese, <laughs> or an action. If you uh, fart in the room that Reese is in, you will find yeah. Reese leaving. <laughs> yeah. Is this re-sleeve or Reese-leave? Like, where is there, or is it all one R-E-S-L-E-E-V-I-N-G. Hmm. All one I, word? I think all it has to word. do with so Latin or phones. Um, <laughs> yes, Norwegian's a great guess. Oh, so Thor. No, not at all um, a good guess. <laughs> um, if you were John Connor in the future, you might find Reese leaving. <laughs> it sounds like a way to put, put new skin on your body. Ooh, Erica is actually you're on the right track. You're going to get some points for that. Ooh. Oh, good job. Do you have any idea where it's from? Um, it's not Thor. Kelvin and Hobbes. <laughs> do not pick that. Oh, yes. Hmm. It's probably science fiction-y. Yeah. Because yeah. that sounds more science fiction-y than fantasy well, it's not like Boston Public or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish it, it were was Boston Public. One episode of Boston <laughs> Public dealt with that. <laughs> was there that was unauthorized bell usage. <laughs> was there more than one episode of Boston Public? Uh, Jason has Well, you're going to get some points bell. for that. I'll turn over to the other side know where that's from. Nope. Uh, I don't have any idea. No. Uh, that is from a science fiction book called Altered Carbon, which oh. I know. Oh, you I knew it sounded like that. Altered Carbon. <laughs> I should have spoken up. Yeah. I've never even heard of it, but I'm just happy. I but it, it is out. correct. It's basically downloading someone's brain into a new body. That's a good book. I so, think. Uh, scorekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of points are we assessing for that? 
Well, for getting the getting the genre right, I'm going to say, and and generally in the vicinity, uh, two points. Two points. Wow, two. Okay. What's that out of? That's out of ten. Oh, great. We're all can start. The scorekeeper is a is a hard ass. I just want you guys to know that. But it's metric scoring, so that was actually an eight. (laughs) So in Canada, you're great. Oh, fine. Uh, Scott. Yes. Where would I find Uru? U R U. You are you, eh? I am me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sit, Uru, sit. Good dog. Uh, do, do, uh, would anyone uh, possibly know where Dan might find Uru? <laughs> uh, have you seen maybe, it? Maybe if you ask a local cab driver, he might be able oh. to help you. I have no uh, idea. Uru, I don't know. I'm going to not know the answer to this. Uh, <laughs> that's my it's, guess. It's probably in a book you have already forgotten. Chances are good. Do, so do we get a point for that? Palindrome? No? No, Damn. I'm afraid not. Uh, I got nothing. You got nothing? You want to hazard any sort of other <laughs> uh, guess? Uh, it's, uh, it's in a science fiction Yeah, science fiction. An, an alien race, oh. oh, an alien race is actually... Hey. You're getting... You're getting <laughs> oh. It's not an alien race, but it, it is used by, in, in some... In some versions, an alien race. In some versions. All right, the scorekeeper is making very equivocating uh, gestures. uh, It's clearly not from Doctor Who because nobody around the table is excited. No. (laughs) All right. um, Uh, As far as you know. (laughs) (laughs) Good guesses. I'll I'll, uh, say, does anybody on the other team know? Is it a language? It is not a language. Then I would find it on the shelf of games next to Myst if you're the sort of anal person that organizes (laughs) your games chronologically. But not alphabetically. No. Sounds like it could be a You know, it's funny because Stephen actually uh, referenced this in a previous in the previous answer. I don't Public, find that funny. It? <laughs> <laughs> it is Boston Public. <laughs> no, uh, you mentioned someone mentioned Thor. Right. Uh, and Uru is the metal out of that Mjolnir, Mjolnir, Mjolnir. is made out of. It is a, uh, an alien I, metal. I don't think Do that's I correct. Do I get retroactive points for that then by answering other questions in other questions? Yes, you get zero retroactive oh, points. Oh. You get a non positive oh. number of retroactive points. Excellent. But they're good in either direction. Uh, Erica. Oh, boy. What's a Nelwyn? Oh, that actually sounds really familiar. Come on, team. Help me out here. Nelwyn? N-E-L-W-Y-N? Correct. That is the spelling. No points for spelling. Dang it. (laughs) Can you use it in a sentence? What does Nelwyn mean? (laughs) I can't remember what a Nelwyn is. Um, It sounds fantasy-ish. I don't know, like Harry Pottery or something like that, but better. Don't buy Harry Potter for example. (laughs) (laughs) Regdar will tell you every time. Nell wins the. 1995 Oscar for best original. Thor, perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) Boston Public. I'm only a Calvin and Hobbes. Um, no, no wait. ideas. Uh, I no earthly concept. Does it have no. something to do with magic? Um, it sounds vaguely Britishy, and that's about all I can. Yeah, fantasy is the right angle. I won't say it specifically has anything to do with magic. Then, yeah, I, I really don't know. Sorry, team. Team one. Is it something to do with the Prydane Chronicles again? <laughs> a, a weather system that comes sweeping down from the north. Ah, it's a no wind that blows. <laughs> <laughs> I got no it. money. Uh, it's the guy who built the foundation in Foundation. It's, it's Harry Harry Nelwyn. No, no, no. <laughs> that's wrong. It's, it's, David, it's, I'm going to ask you to leave. Uh, Nel, <laughs> Nelwyn Ransom in, in Out of the Silent Planet. It's no, nope, nothing. Nelwyn nope. is a race of little people from the movie Willow. Willow oh, is a Nelwyn. You really are uh, I, I have driven that from my brain intentionally. <laughs> well, now it's back. I love Willow, Willow, but I still didn't remember, so now I'm extra sad. Remember when Willow. George Lucas made great movies like Willow? <laughs> <laughs> nope. The Willow prequels yes. were a little lackluster, if you ask me. <clears throat> David, there, there's a theory that they balance out the original. It's, it's, that's an incorrect theory. There's, if you look closely enough at Willow, you'll see hints back to George Lucas's earlier works. Yes, most of more, more American graffiti. Yeah. <laughs> um, David? Yes. What is hypergrid intrusion, also known as grid fire? Ooh. Uh, you consult ooh. your doctor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if, the, if the condition lasts That's more right. than four hours. That's true. If you're grid fire. Or six L's. <laughs> Actually, I would, say, I would say consult them immediately yeah. if you're experiencing grid fire. Does <laughs> it have to do with a pelvic mesh in some way? <laughs> I'm just choosing to ignore the other team at this point. <laughs> grid fire. What is the, the whole phrase? Hypergrid now? intrusion. Hypergrid intrusion. That sounds, uh, that sounds science fiction-y. It, it sounds... does not sound Star Trek-y. <laughs> Although, of course, that'll be Star Trek-y. And then I'll be like, Jeez, what? Scott. 
It sounds Matrixy. It sounds oh, Bruce like Sterlingy. Shadow Run kind of it hacking. William Gibson. Maybe a little Stargatey. Stargatey. Is it, is it oh. You've named a... many different <laughs> franchises. Any <laughs> <Yes>. points? <laughs> so are we gonna close? We've taken the whole scattershot approach here. Do you have any idea what it might be? Hmm. That might it would be an out. intrusion mm. in a grid yes. mm. yeah. that's mm. Uh, mm. a hyperactive intrusion. Oh, is it like uh, from Tron, perhaps? Uh, ooh. Yeah. That's an excellent guess. Yeah. It's wrong, but it's, oh. an it's an excellent guess. Is it from Tron Legacy? Oh, yeah. that is a worse guess. Also incorrect. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I know for a... F- is it from my I, Tron fan fiction? I just forgot. <laughs> yes, it is from Steve's Tron right. fan fiction, where Tron meets Boston Public. Uh, <laughs> I would guess that maybe Scott and oh, possibly gosh. David have heard of this. Well, perhaps not directly, but, you know. I, I would guess Scott has forgotten this. I would guess Scott has forgotten this. <laughs> All right, this. so this that's, is from a book, I guess. <laughs> it is indeed from a I book. I look forward to forgetting this in about 20 seconds. <laughs> is it from something William Gibson? It, it is not from something William Gibson. It's not from anything William Gibson. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. All right. It doesn't, it doesn't see anybody on the other team have an idea, an inkling? No. Wow, I just it's from something some by the inklings. Uh, hypergrid intrusion is a devastating weapon used by the culture in Ian Bates' oh, novels. Scott. I've read several of those yes. books. <laughs> oh, Scott. Oh, Scott. <laughs> right, you'll, be, you'll be doing great in round three, books you, that Scott has forgotten. <laughs> do, do, do you have any I'm more ready. like uh, Calvin and Hobbes questions? <laughs> yes, what is Hobbes? No, no, it's not true. Uh, Steve, Imperial Steve. Yes, I just want to point out I've known all of them so far, so now that it's my turn, I'm... Yeah, Obviously you're going to get one all over this. Yeah. All right. Steve, where would I find Zark? Nope. Slow exhale. If you put sevens on either end of your Zark, grocery. you could be watching Battle of the Planets. But other than that... Oh, oh I don't mm. know what that means. Right. <laughs> little floating robot. I'll, I'll, oh, seven Zark seven. <laughs> uh, and one rover one, right? Yep. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's not it. Though. No, that's not, not even remotely it. Um, I'll give you. I'll give you a small hint, which is that it often be found with an exclamation point. Hint. Do, a small hint. Do, do we get do we get points for naming all the characters in Battle of the Planets? Do you get points? No. <laughs> How about if we do a key opt impression? This has been inconceivable, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy your day. Um, I I don't know. Maybe my. It sounds like because of the exclamation mark, it might be a, an expletive. Of some kind, but otherwise, I'm gonna have to pass it on to my team. And um, it, that's Zark with an A, and not Zork with not an o, Zork. Right? Okay, well then, it's I not would. a text adventure. <laughs> Ozark, yet Ozark Mountain Daredevil. That's <laughs> oh. what it is. No, okay. The Ozarks are mountains. No points for that. But your geography <laughs> well, knowledge is good. Well, there we go. I, I think that we have to say, Dan. It is an expletive. It is an expletive. So you, you might be able to work something out with that or not. Oh, okay. Or so use it when we fail to. Is yeah. a race of cybernetic uh, beings assimilating uh, everyone in the, in the Star Trek universe. Is it in Farscape or something? <laughs> Space Muppets? <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, that's... I, I such know. a good guess. Um, <laughs> swearing Muppets. Yeah, always yeah. strong. It does sound like a Muppety swear. Yeah, it does sound like perhaps a wedding vow used by Ben Browder in season three of Farscape when he married that Muppet. <laughs> that was an incredibly detailed and yet still incorrect answer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, team one, does anybody over there have an idea? Uh, the Zark of I know. Oh, oh. oh. I get points for that. I hope. No points. No mm, points. Zark you. <laughs> correct usage though. It Very is, strong. Are you hitting strong. on me? It is a box containing the stone tablets of the Ten Commandments. That oh. yes, the Zark of the Covenant. The sarcophagus. Yeah, not a thing. <laughs> well, I'm disappointed, Steve. I thought for sure that you would know that Zark is an expletive used in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Really? Indeed. Zark one. Oh, I like once. <clears throat> what, you in so you... long, and thanks for all the fish, which I have. <laughs> oh, oh, now we're just going to catalog. Oh. We're moved <laughs> from my mind entirely. I had no idea, Jason. Uh, I'm going to give them two points because they did correctly identify it as an expletive. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I heard Zark. <laughs> well, we're at the end of round one. Jason, what do the scores look like? Dreadful. Dan, Dan team one, led by David, has 10 points because of Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> team two, um, I guess led by Steve, Imperial Steve, <laughs> has four points for guessing partial credit because we were generous. 
That is the way of things. We moved to round two, the first of our fake off rounds. In this round, you fake off. <laughs> you Zarkov. It's much more fun to do in person. <laughs> in this round, team one must Ooh. find the liar. You may bid between oh, one and oh. ten points based on your knowledge in the following category. Your category is deities. Deities. Now, as a reminder, however many points you bid, you will get that number of points if you are correct, and you will lose that number of points if you are incorrect. We have never had anyone go into negative numbers. Uh, yes. Yes, but there's a first time for everything. That's you why they zero. call me a leader, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> You're a thought leader, Steve. But not a leader, because that would be metric. That's right. Oh, you're a guy. <laughs> I'm going to be so, a Fort low after this. <laughs> team one, feel free to discuss amongst yourself your knowledge I, of deities. I bid five Fort lows. <laughs> That's a Zark load. Uh, <laughs> Pokes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to guess it's going to be Thor. (laughs) (laughs) I know that. Ten points. Odin. Odin. Yeah. yeah. Another deity. This is great. Are we supposed to be guessing yet? (laughs) No, no. You're you're, you're supposed to be bidding. Uh, The guessing comes later. The guessing comes later. uh, What did you say? Uh, Eight? Eight? Five? Five. five. I say five. five. Do we want five? Captain? Yeah, let's go for five. five. This is, this right. is an easy one, guys. You got to go all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Team one has bid five. Break points. new ground and bid 30. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, overbid. Overbid. Uh, team one has bid five points. Wait. Team two, uh, <clears throat> would you please read your prepared statements at this time? Right. Which of these is not a god from Terry Pratchett's Discworld? Oh, oh, Lord. Yes, I'm reading number one. Hanuatu. This former god of the seas was banished to the underworld because he spent too much time blowing bubbles in the ocean. Number two, Blind Io, the king of the gods, he had to dismiss his raven messengers because they kept eating the eyeballs that floated around his head. And number three, Anoya, a minor goddess of things that stick in drawers and things that fall down the backs of sofas. She's also known for eating cork cork screws. Team one, one of those is not a god from Terry Pratchett's Discworld. You must determine which one it is. Must we? Well, you don't uh, have to. You can lose <laughs> five points. Uh, well, I I have not read very many Discworld books. I've and read a you couple. Have forgotten. Yeah, yes. more than you'd ever remember. That's, That's right. true. Hmm. But I I seem to recall the name Hanuatu. Yes, that one sounds correct. Doesn't mean it's right. <laughs> it just sounds correct. And the third deity sounds. The description sounds like it would be something uh, in Cratchity. it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that leaves us the second. I one. would yeah. never lie to you guys. <laughs> now I'm questioning. <laughs> I'm, I'm lying right this now. Is, this is a double bluff uh, or a triple bluff. I don't know. What was but the Jason Snell bluff? can only tell the truth. Oh. <laughs> You have one question. I am lying. Oh. <laughs> error, error. Uh, Erica, what was your, your god again? Blind Io. Blind Io. Hmm. It, it sounds almost too easy for Pratchett. Okay, Blind Io. Do we want? I, 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 I trust. I, I don't know any. I don't know. I, I don't know nothing. I know more about Game of Thrones than I know about Terry Pratchett. Oh. So. And that's not very much for those of you who don't know David's yeah, knowledge of Game of Thrones. Well, let's uh, guess that's, Blind that's like, We're a good uh, guess. Tolkien wrote that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tolkien wrote that. Yeah. David, you're the captain. Is that your, is that your I, final guess? Yeah, we'll go with Blind All right, Io. so team two, they have guessed Blind Io. Is that, in fact, a real Terry Pratchett god? That one is. Ah, eat it, other team. <laughs> we're still winning at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> The, who had the, uh, no, who had the fake one there? It was me. Hanuatu is fake. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yes. Named after it. Yes. Go also, on. those aren't bubbles. <laughs> those aren't <laughs> bubbles. <laughs> I'm glad it sounded plausible, at least. All right. Now that was, Reese uh, is leaving. That was, that was round two. Jason, score update, please. Well, that was a bold five-point gamble, and it didn't pay off. Fortunately, mm. Team One's still in the lead. Yay. It's now five to four. Oh, it's a nail-biter. Oh. All right, so we're nice and close there. That's that's good for leading us into round three. Round three is called What's the Difference? Uh, I'm going to give you two terms, and you're going to tell me what the difference between those is. Now, there may be some uh, multiple, in, in some cases, there may be multiple differences. I'm looking for a particular one, but you may earn some other points if you come up with some other good arguments. This is the, the round most likely to annoy John Syracuse, who is fortunately not here. <laughs> and will never listen to this. Uh, so well played. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. 
Steven, let's start with you. Metric Steven. Oh, good. Oh. <laughs> well, you're both side, which yeah, is yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Steven, what's the difference between a warlock and a wizard? So much. This is or, well. You can always ask your team. Oh, that, yeah, oh, yes, there's always the consultation with the team is is suggested. Just can, always assume. That can I answer this one? Um, <laughs> Warlock and a wizard. What is the difference? Um. Oh boy. Oh come on. Are we talking fifth edition rules or? Oh. <laughs> that might be a good I mean, place to go. Yeah. Rules lawyering. Isn't it that wizards have to memorize spells and warlocks just sort of cast them with charisma? Is that one of the... Uh, or with that's a good guess. It's very specific. Well, there are different schools of magic that they can pull their spells from. But I, I'm not certain which mm-hmm. school is... I would go which. so far as to say there's sort of a fundamental difference between the two. A warlock... Doesn't a warlock have to make a deal with a devil of some sort or make a deal with a demon in order to cast spells? Beautiful. Yeah. I'm calling that Ooh. 10 points. Yes, warlocks derive their powers from making like a pact with a demon or a devil. Wizards are just... They're, they're not sort of naturally magic-y. Or they learn... Like oh, me. Oh, I see. Very good. Ooh, so Excellent. Keith, Keith Richards or Jimmy Uh-oh. Page. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're pulling ahead. So, so Dr. Bombay is a warlock and Gandalf oh. is a wizard. I may take your word for it. Dr. Yeah. Bombay. Yeah. Um, Nerd. All right. Uh, a little bewitched. A little bewitched. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, when Dan was running these questions by me last night, uh, that was exactly where I went to was bewitched. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. Dungeons and Dragons, but, but, but actually That's the fair. lore That's canon. and universe of bewitched. Yeah. So, it works. Well, well played. Thank you. No points. No points. <laughs> no points. But well played. Marisa? Yes. What's the difference between a robot and an android? Uh, I, I would. I need some consultation here, but my understanding of a robot would be um, that that oh. it would. It's strictly sort of mechanical, whereas an android has more of a thinking brain or a sort of human-like um, demeanor. Guys, I, I would. I would say that, that a robot is mechanical and an android is meant to emulate human thought and action. Yes, they're, they're is that, human-shaped. Uh, androids are human-shaped and robots are not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> you may not stop me from ringing that bell when the answer is correct. Yes, androids are meant to emulate humans. Robots, R2-D2 is a robot, not an android. Uh, oh, C-3PO right. is an android and a robot. Oh, so. And John Syracuse is an android. <laughs> so, or <laughs> not. <laughs> Dr. Bombay is a robot and Gandalf is an android. Erica? Yes. What's the difference between a cockatrice and a basilisk? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so glad I asked. Yeah, um... I actually don't know the answers to any of these. You guys are helping yeah, me so out. Basilisk Cockatrice is, is Sherlock on the BBC, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Fantastic <laughs> action. These are cooking limitations, aren't they? Let me see these appear one imports. I thought <laughs> it's, at, it's Ikea. Yeah, it's at Ikea. That's right. Yeah. They're brands of Ikea cooking products. Yeah, one's a strainer. Um, <laughs> one's a whisk. One, the other one's a whisk. Yeah, there's a lot of umlauts and like little yeah. circles over here. It's yeah. very effective for pancakes. Exactly. Okay, uh, I'd like I a pancake. I think they both mm. turn you into stone. Am I... Well, a basilisk is like a, a lizard with a right. with stone gaze, and uh, cockatrice is an innovative new dungeon security system that you can access <laughs> from your cell phone. Oh, that's right. Meet cockatrice. Meet cockatrice. <laughs> and meet cockatrice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. You're getting, you're getting there. Listen to incomparable Steve, Steve has some. Uh, Steve has, and as much as it pains me to say this, Steve has spoken some sense here. Yeah, basil. Oh, Which Steve? Little, little that can't be me. Is a cockatrice more bird-like? <coughs> there is definitely a bird-like <coughs> aspect to it—a cockatoo, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A tri- uh, yeah, right. Is it a robot cockatoo? Perhaps <laughs> it's, it's a cockatoo <laughs> and a trice. It's yeah. an android cockatoo. Mm-hmm. There's actually a really interesting. I was fascinated to learn about this. There is a really interesting, very sort of specific. I Contrast. strongly doubt so, that. So, in other words, no one you, will know the answer. Yeah, you, yeah does that's, the, that's the goal. <laughs> yeah. Does the stone stoneness wear off after a while with one of them? It does not. Oh. Both of them, in fact, do have looks. In in most, there are a lot of differences in different mythological like you know uh, references about it. Both of them have looks that will kill you, oh. or possibly turn you to stone. In some interest, you're you're onto something with the uh, the lizard versus the bird. Uh, differences, so you're gonna get some points there. Is this a Mothma thing or something? Is it Godzilla, perhaps? Um, Viagra the, for Godzilla. That's, that's my guess. The, the stoneness does uh, exacerbate uh, a craving for like Fritos and Cheetos and stuff. Though. Team mm. One, do you do you have any uh, uh, knowledge? Of nope. This? <laughs> what about you, Scott? I, I know uh, you. You're a D and D player. I am a D and D player, um, but I still don't uh, have an answer. 
Well, so the interest, the the difference that I found between them, and as I said, both of them have looks that will kill. I also determined that one of them is particularly immune to the only animal immune to like the death glare is a weasel, and that which is also <laughs> referenced in the odor of the weasel being used to get rid of the other one, which is fascinating. And, and this is actually the meaning of the song "Pop Goes the Weasel" originally. Yeah, and that was my favorite Harry Potter book, Harry Potter and the Odor of the Weasel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a little long. But, but sorry, that was me. <laughs> the specific and interesting distinction Oops. I found between them is a cockatrice is hatched from a the egg of a serpent or toad and the that is born. incubated by a chicken. And the other one is actually, it's the reverse. One of them is a chicken egg incubated by a serpent and toad. Mm. Uh, wow, that's really whoa, interesting. Whoa. <laughs> I was, that's Steve. That's yeah. what I was going to say, but it sounded silly. Uh, Jason, what did we award for that? <laughs> I am you know, so ashamed that I didn't already know that little bit of knowledge. I, I'm going to need some guidance from you, my host, because um, I feel like they got a lot of information that I did not expect there, um, and yet they didn't get the completely obscure thing that you were looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Give them five points. Well, well, everyone knows life. the bird and lizard thing. I mean, come on. Uh, back to the other side. Mr. Bird and McNulty. Lizard thing is my favorite Ooh. Irish pub. That's me. <laughs> Mr. McNulty, what's the difference between Scylla and Charybdis? Uh, well, they have one's very on the left and one's on the right. Different I believe, I believe Jason made that when I ran this question by him earlier. That was his answer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have no idea what either of these things are. So, anybody? Yeah. I, that, that's trying, pretty much my answer. I'm trying to figure out if Derek. Do you know where it's from? It is from the Odyssey. Uh, it is from the that's Odyssey. What I was... oh. It is uh, the the uh, Odysseus and his ships had to thread the. Uh, thread the the path between oh. Scylla and Charybdis. Wasn't um, one sorry, blind and one? Uh, no, I don't know. No, one was named Hanuatu. He blinded. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's um, now Odysseus blinded Polyphemus, but that's a different part of the story. Well, uh, were they the the sirens? Part of the siren no. situation? No, they were the. Mm. I haven't read I don't this. Know why question. you're looking at me? Scott has forgotten everything he knew about the Odyssey. <laughs> I have read the Odyssey. <laughs> Large gatekeepers that they had to thread between. So you, you've got some points because you know what they are, yeah. um, but not the key difference I between them. Team the two. Difference. One of them is a huge whirlpool, and the other is a group of treacherous rocks. Indeed, that is exactly oh. the difference between them. They're both sort of they're both sort of monsters. No points because you can't oh. steal. No points, but that was excellent. You. Uh, yeah, so one they're both considered monsters, but yes, one of them is a giant whirlpool that sucks in water every that's once in a while, and the other one is are value judgment. Rocks. Dan, <laughs> one of you teams is a whirlpool, and the other of you teams is a to rock. their parents they were sweet children. That's right. <laughs> Think about what you've said, Dan. Odysseus is the real monster in this tale. You get, you get five point penalty, Erica. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, points. Oh. <laughs> You get nothing! Erica, would you like to know what the point total was on that? In fact, I would, Jason. Thank you. Uh, you get a point for identifying the Odyssey, a point for left, and a point for right. <laughs> Three points. <laughs> Woohoo! All right. Although, to be fair, you could have gotten that from knowing your police songs. So, you know, I wrapped around your finger. I anyway, astronomy for that yes, I knew that. Erica... What's the by difference? Way, by definition, if you've got two things, one of them is on the left and one of them is on the right. <laughs> what if one of them is in front could of you? The other way around. One of them's in front of you and one of them's behind you. need you. to rotate because you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a nickel for every time I read yeah. that. <laughs> Previously on Showtime's Masters of Sex. <laughs> uh, Erica, what's the difference between adamantium and vibranium? Um, well, one's inside Wolverine and the other one's in a shield. Valid. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some points. Uh, adamantium is a practically unbreakable. Stop me here, you guys, if you think e- I'm wrong. And that vibranium can absorb any, um, any impact and a- send it back. Adamantium nice. sang Goody Two Shoes. That's what yeah. I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> On a vibranium, actually. Yeah. I was quite on that yeah. album, yeah. Uh, there, was, there, that was that was excellent. That was spot on. Exactly what I was looking for. There's one other little difference between them. Um, I don't know if I anybody know. knows. I know. know. 
One is from DC and one is from Marvel. That's wrong. They're both from Marvel. Uh, What? You said it's adamantium. Take away some points, Jason. Adamantium. Adamantium is Wolverine. And he's Marvel. Marvel. He's Marvel. Yes, and DC is Captain America. No, No. he's also Marvel. (laughs) Remember all those Marvel? How did he get on this podcast? Podcast How many drunk. points do we take away, Jason? I'm drunk. <laughs> David loses all points. <laughs> no. Now can you tell me what the difference is between adamantium and kajagugulum? <laughs> One is too shy to shy. Hush, no, hush, David. The other, the other minor difference is adamantium is actually an alloy, and vibranium is a metal. Of course. Oh. Well, everyone knows As that. any kindergarten One, One is born from a chicken. <laughs> Uh, and I think we're back around. I've already lost track of where we are. Who are we at, David? Yeah. Maybe you need a spreadsheet, Dan. <laughs> I can whip one up for you in about sixteen days. I'm telling you, games just you know spreadsheets enhance every game. It really does. Tic Tac Toe, come on. All right, uh, David. Yes. Tic Tac Toe incidentally played on a spreadsheet. Ooh. Uh, David, what's the difference? Excels be- and O's. What's the difference between Armageddon and Apocalypse? Apocalypse is the ending of all. It's you know it's just sort of like the end. Whereas Armageddon is the war between the gods that ends everything. That's not bad, but there's That's actually a very specific, specific, of course, there is. difference. Oh. Um, one, one is a warlock. One <laughs> Bruce Willis in it. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't he in that? Oh God, yes. <clears throat> and the other is DC. The other one's Martin Sheen. Uh, Armageddon and the Apocalypse. Is, hmm. I wonder if one is sort of more of a naturally caused. Does one bring about the other? Gods? Well, one can bring yeah. about the other. Mm-hmm. But is one? Yeah, is one more caused by nature and mm. one caused by the actions? Nature of versus man? nurture. <laughs> <laughs> a good thought, but no. Um, is it bigger than a bread box? They're both bigger than a bread box, okay. I would argue. Okay. As in, if either of these is happening, stop worrying about but, your bread box. Are you guys hitting on each other? Universe, <laughs> Keep uh, that universe in your pocket. Team 2, do you yeah. have any ideas here? Or are you just happy to see it? Isn't one of those like the, the, actu- the name of the hill that everything was supposed to start on? Yeah, that's actually true. Armageddon is a place. Oh. It's a location. It, it is actually oh. comes from... Oh, that's a, I yeah. love that response. I love the you. <laughs> Uh, it's actually a Hebrew translation of Har Megiddo, which is like a mountain called Megiddo. Hence the daggers of Megiddo. And, oh, I, I still I downsold it by saying hill. Sorry. And the apocalypse is actually just more of it. It doesn't. Apocalypse doesn't even mean the end of all things. It's sort of because both of those come to that. It's a it is a um, a unveiling or revelation of knowledge, oh, which okay. may like it, this podcast, like, <laughs> a lot like this podcast. This podcast is the apocalypse. Blattner phone. All right, scores on that one. I'm going to give uh, I'm going to give Team One two points for that because they did get a little bit of the distinction there, although they didn't get it. I would also like to point out that Team Two has now earned two bell rings that they don't get because they <laughs> were answering Team One's question that Team One could not answer. <laughs> so a little more moral uh, bonus there, but yeah. no points are allowed. So so clearly Dan picked the questions for the right teams. Excellent. I'm glad that worked out. Um, I think that's the end of round three. I, I think get a question. I know. I think I addressed two questions to Erica. I realized in retrospect. <laughs> Uh-oh. Steve uh, is just going to direct his to anyone. That's probably so true. Yeah. But you did you did great, Steve. Don't ever change. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> he was I delegating, helped. delegating yeah. like a good captain. Yes. Uh, we're, so we have totals after round three. I was delegated four. Yes. Yeah. Te- team two, led by Imperial Steve, is in the lead with twenty nine oh, points. No. Team one, nine points behind at twenty. So still much to play for. And we go into round four, which is the second of our Fake Off rounds. This Ooh. is Fake Off episode six, Return of the Faker. Uh, this is team two's chance to bid for points. You may bid between one and ten points. If you get the question right, you will earn that number of points. If you do not, you will lose that number of points. And your category is sports. <laughs> really? And leisure? That means it's about anything but sports. Yeah. It's going to be like about He's a trickster. Watch out. <laughs> Yeah, they're all Quidditch. Fake sports. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Should we go for five? 
kind of a weenie move. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking eight. Eight? You're thinking eight? That puts all I the pressure want. on me, though. Well, I, Steve knows sports. Okay, good. Oh, yeah, oh. except that these aren't going to be real sports. <laughs> or are they? Uh, do do three. real. Don't yeah. be so pejorative. Honest, one of them is going to be Canadian football. <laughs> and they're, they're going to think that's a fake. But I know well, it's real. Because I've it's, seen it. It's because it's the only league where all the teams are named the Rough Riders. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. How could anyone think that's uh, real? I've seen Rough Riders 1 through 17. So yeah. I think we pretty well pitched to answer these questions. <laughs> What about seven? How does seven sound? It sounds way too high to me, but six. <laughs> seven was the best Rough Riders. Let's go with six because we don't want to. We, they already did five, and yeah, yeah. want to look like we're the one else. All right, you're, you're topping them by uh, the team two has bid six. So team two, you will tell we me. We can afford that extra point. <laughs> which of the following is not a sport from a work of science fiction? Team one, take it away. German Batball. Primarily played in the low gravity of Mars, in this game, a player hits a large flabby ball with his fist and attempts to round three bases before getting hit with the ball. That actually was the plot of Rough Riders 8. (laughs) (laughs) Astro Catch, an outgrowth of American football, this game includes an oblong ball with its own thrust, which players try to snatch out of the air and score in a goal. And Paris's Squares... Played with an ion, ion mallet and a ramp, this physical sport is known for incurring many injuries among its players. Curses. Neither of you pronounced the little fake in parentheses. At the end. <laughs> <laughs> I, I admit I was Quidditch. hoping for that, too. Yeah. Team two, those are your options. So there's two involving ball in some way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It seems a little obvious for him to make the other one be the fake one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Way to metagame it. Hmm. He's squirrely, though. Watch out for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he's actually twitching. Let's do that. <laughs> I'm distressed by the use of the phrase flabby ball in the German. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a feeling as soon as you read that, I was like, yeah, I forgot yeah, exactly. Steve was playing today. If you had oh, a nickel. Yeah. We prefer to call that the dead ball era, not the flabby <laughs> ball era. It came before the dead ball era, then Babe Ruth came. Hmm. hmm. Astro Catch, even if that's not real, I would love to become an Astro Catch player. <laughs> the field's wide open, Steven. I'm like, I think I could really corner the market on that. Yeah. It, it's uh, an exhibition sport at the next Olympics. Oh, well. It's but what isn't? <laughs> what isn't yeah. really? Yeah. Spend a year in prison, you won't be so hot on Astro Catch. Yeah. Anymore. <laughs> 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 Spoiler horns provided like, by Botany uh, 500. I feel like the, the one with the ion mallet sounds kind of familiar. And that's the one that's not ball related, so yeah. I'm off of that one already. And mm. Astro Catch is too catchy to be real, right? Yeah, I think so. But it seems like putting German at the beginning of something that's from science fiction, is that, some, is that something Dan would do? Wow, this is so German meta, science like fiction. <laughs> We're taking apart. Well, that's the real world well, part yeah. that makes it science fiction. Astro Catch sounds like something from the Jetsons. I'm pretty sure that Elroy was a whiz. Elroy, <laughs> <Roy. at that. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> George. Yeah, exactly. Well, we've had Calvin and Hobbes. Get me Why not this crazy thing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm guys. leaning Astro Catch personally, but if you guys I, have I will trust kinky. my captain on this. That was uh, your first mistake. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Also, your 300th mistake. <laughs> Team two, is that your final answer? Astro Catch it is. All right, Team 1, they think Astro Catch is not a real sport from a work of science fiction. Are they correct? Yes. Woohoo! Yeah. all around. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. That's six points for you, Team and, 2. And since you gave me a look, I do know it's pronounced Parisis. I know. I assumed you, I assumed you did that deliberately. <laughs> to offer the Parisis Square is from Star Trek. I thought I've heard of that before. The Next uh, Generation. German Batball is actually from Kurt Vonnegut. Mm-hmm. It's oh, from wow. the Sirens of Titan, I think. Yep. Oh, yeah. My favorite Vonnegut book, and yet I didn't remember that. Well, sports. And Astro Catch is from my devious imagination. <laughs> and also which Attica. Is, which yeah. is my favorite Kurt Vonnegut book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's the end of uh, round four. Jason, where the scores stand? Well, it's going to be tough, but team, uh, yeah. team one can catch up. Team one has 20 points. Team two has 35 points. So, and now uh, the Game of Thrones round. All right, I'm turning over hard. the Dublin Cube. <laughs> that is a thing, right? Oh, yeah, all absolutely. Right. It doesn't do anything, but it's a thing. Well, I'm turning it over. Round five yeah. is fantasy casting. We all like to choose who we'd prefer to see play our favorite roles. From the following clues, give me the melded actor character. For example... 
Uh, if I were to say, this sweet child o' mine dons a blonde wig for time traveling, your answer will be... Axel, Axel Rose, Rose Tyler. Tyler. Uh. The real person will always precede the character as a hint. Mm. Will they all be Doctor Who related? They will all be Doctor Who related. <laughs> Not true. This is very clever, Dan. Well done. <laughs> you haven't even heard the questions yet. <laughs> the concept. Wait, there are questions? Um, we're going to start again finish. with team one. Marisa. All right. This hoopy fruit shot first. Uh, help me here. Uh, uh, Han Solo is the shot first yes. part. Yeah, uh, that's all I can help you with. I don't know who Hoopy Fruit is, but well, it's from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide. Oh, so it's well. Now you're making me think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know how he hates to think, David. I don't, I don't like <laughs> it. Um, uh, hmm. Question is: Is it the movie or the TV version? Yeah, or the oh, radio drama. This is really relevant. Is, I don't think it matters. Yeah. I'm guessing Team 2 might have this. So Team 1, what do you got? Team 2 has this. Uh, Team Team 2 is making knowing nods. Steve is dancing in his chair. (laughs) I got nothing. I'd say Team 1 needs to to work the problem because they seem to have all the pieces. They They just have to to put it together. uh, I'd say the scorekeeper needs to keep his nose out of this. (laughs) (laughs) Martin Freeman's soul is an excellent guess. It is not correct. Hmm. Oh, wait, they're supposed to be real people. See, I was thinking of yeah. characters. It's, well, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 this is it's, not, it's the real. actor playing the real, ah, right. playing the character. Now I have to... Uh, uh, you want to recalibrate? Like, uh, that makes a difference. It doesn't Come really, on. but I, I, it made me excited. Uh, or is it, So the, the real person precedes the fake the character, is that right? It does. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to know the rules in order to fail, Steve. <laughs> Actually, uh, having played D&D before, I think you know that's not entirely true. Yeah. Alan Rickman solo. You've seen us work. Uh, I'm not hearing any other answers. Uh, Alan Rickman It's still solo? not correct. Damn it. <laughs> this just proves I'm way out of my depth in this particular uh, game. I, I, I don't remember who's in The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Um, Simon Jones. Simon Jones does not. Moss Def. Mm. You guys are really zarking this one. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got nothing. Yeah. Sam Anything else? Sam Rockwell Ewok. <laughs> I'm going to turn it over to Team 2 all at once. Harrison, Harrison Ford, Ford Prefect. Prefect. Oh. oh. That's been bigger. That's been a bigger. We can do it again. We'll fix it in post. Harrison Ford Prefect. Zing. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Team two. (laughs) That was not ten points. That was fake ten points. Team two. Your turn. I was was bluffing. I think you should address two questions to Steve this time. Oh, great point. Great point. We'll just skip you, Eric. (laughs) I think that's a terrible idea. Uh, oh, I'm still going to answer the question. Steven, Steven is going to start, though. No, well, and then direct it off, so yeah, go on. Steven, call this legendary wizard anytime, anyplace, anywhere, anyway. Hmm. Legendary wizard? Legendary wizard. Ian McKellen. <laughs> well, what, what other? I don't know. The, the rest of it was called yeah, the anytime, any place, anywhere, anyway. There's a journey in there. Isn't it a journey song? I don't know. No. I was I mean, leaning the who, Mindy, frankly. But the, the oh, the who. The who? The Ian McKellen, the who, doesn't make sense. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> makes no. sense to me. Yeah. But I'd watch that show. Yeah. All right. Any other legendary, legendary wizards besides Gandalf that you can think of? Merlin? 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 Merlin Man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Merlin Man Solo. Merlin Manfred Man. No. He's not on the show and he cannot help you. <clears throat> Well, I like the Merlin aspect. Okay. Um. Welcome to our new podcast, Wizards. <laughs> Wizards I have known. Wizards I have forgotten. I love the power glove. It's so bad. Yeah. Um. Team 1A, are you guys making thinking about this over there? You guys got no. any ideas? Nope. None. I got, wow. I got nothing. Anytime, anywhere, anywhere. Anyway, any which way but loose. Well, I will say that you, you, you were on the right track with that being a song. Though you yeah. misidentified yeah. the artist. Oh, most most definitely. Clyde, <laughs> Clyde the orangutan. Yeah, there we go. Clint Eastwood. And, no. Um, I... Clint Eastwood and Legendary Wizard? I'm not too sure. <laughs> I like the idea that this is the point where our listeners David just start Duke, yelling. Yeah. <laughs> David Duke, maybe? David Duke? <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. no, no, no. Wrong, wrong direction. Rut row. <laughs> All right, I'm going to need an answer from you guys. Um, 
wizards? I, I can't tell. Wiz- so wizards is not a valid answer. <laughs> the aristocrats. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yep. And team one, you didn't have anything either? Pooks. Nothing. Nothing. No. Nobody got Debbie Harry Potter. Oh. No, no one got that. What no. is the song? Call, yeah. call, call me. me. Oh. And, and, and we'll just say, now that, now that you each have done this once, I'll point out, um, don't give up on the reverse of what you're thinking because both of you got stuck on the actor who played a wizard or the character right. of Han Solo yeah, the, and the didn't clues. think of the actor who played that and flipping it backward because the, mm. an- the clues can come in any order. Only the answer Only starts the answers. with, oh, with the actor yeah, see, and goes very That's yeah. a very timely bit of knowledge. Well, yes. 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 <laughs> Yeah, because now we, that you've we were, blown, blown two questions, <laughs> we, we were just going linearly. Yeah, so that was your mistake. You yeah. gotta go orthogonally. Time, time. Scott, is a try an orthogonal stream. hand at this one. The truth is back in time. The truth is back in time. Okay, Michael sorry. J. Fox Mulder. <laughs> oh. Oh. That's how the game is played. <laughs> That's what I was that gonna say. Ten points right there. Good answer, Scott. Thank you. <laughs> It was ventriloquism. This is Erica's question directed at Steve. (laughs) (laughs) This acerbic comic could kill you with her brain. Serbian comic? Acerbic. (laughs) Acerbic. On a country. Acerbic comic could kill you with her brain. I know it would kill you with the brain part. Is it from Zardoz? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to go to second level with you guys, just so you know. We are all on the same bench. The but. feeling is mutual. Uh, <laughs> no, that's from Firefly. Because, um, what was it? Say again? From Firefly. The kill you with my brain part. Ah. From Fly- uh, Summer Glau, who plays River Tam. Oh, um, Summer. What was the, the rest of it? This acerbic comic acerbic could kill comic. you with her brain. Um, okay, so. Is Cree Summer a uh, acerbic comic? Can she be for the purposes of our answer? <laughs> no? No. Uh, I can't. Um, Comics. David is dancing on the other side. Uh, David Rideau. Um, well, she is in it, but okay. So it's, the character's name is River Tam. Right. I can't. I, I'm so confused about what which part we're yeah, looking. No. Well, there's no way to know until you oh, okay. until you. So okay. So we've got River Tam and we've got Summer Glau. Do we have any comedians who have River or Tam or Summer or Glau? I don't know comedians very well. Not a lot. And we'll just remind you the the real life person comes first. And the character name comes second okay. in the sol- in the solutions. So Joan River Tam. That was just that was just. Let's, uh, just, just thinking Let's do that again with some confidence. <laughs> Joan River Tam. Thank you. Good job. Joan Rivers Tam. Yeah. Joan Rivers Tam. Uh, okay. A bit of a bastardization with the river. Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. Mm. Hey, we got Joan Rivers song. Would have. Yes. <laughs> Do we get points for improving the question? You get zero <laughs> points for improving the question. These questions may not be improved. <laughs> David? Yeah, it's not that they can't be improved. They may I saved not. The tough one. I saved the tough one for you. Uh-oh. Axel Rose Tyler. <laughs> Han Solo Man. When, when the super flu hits, it's no surprise this neatnik would be behind it. Well, Felix Unger, Tony Randall. Oh, uh... What is that guy's name from uh, The Stand, right? Is it Black Flag? Which I have not read. Oh, I have, and I don't remember it. <laughs> why, why are you whispering? <laughs> I don't want to, you know, uh, tip off the other team to my ignorance. Uh, um, Tony, Rand- Tony Randall Flag. Flag. <laughs> Ten points. You had all the pieces. No, nope, needed to nope. put it together. I did not read the book. It doesn't matter. I know. It's got to Neither did I. I, I helped. <laughs> Good job. And I helped. All right. Helped. We got our last question here. Oh, thank it's, God. It's for Steve. Oh, thank God. Steve. What? <laughs> <laughs> Giving her Cree powers would certainly extend her dynasty. Uh, Crystal, uh, wait a minute. I'm thinking all the dynasty-related things. Um, Joan Collins. Joan Collins. Joan Collins. But oh, Cree is, uh, That's what? from, um, the... It's from DC. Guardian, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy Marvel, movie, I think. I think. Right, yeah. No, uh, the Cree were, no, it was in the Avengers. They came through the hole over New York, I think. Okay. Uh, now tie those two together. Uh, <laughs> and you got a winner. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so Cree... Can we have the question again? I've forgotten it already. Giving her Cree powers would certainly extend her dynasty. Okay, well, I have no idea what Cree powers are. Um, 
Dynasty. Joan Collins. What was Alexis, her name? Alexis Carrington. Alexis Carrington. Ah, no. <laughs> Alexis Carrington. Um, and I don't know who, anybody who played anything related to the Cree. It's a Cree summer from. <laughs> I mentioned her. I will I will give a, a hint at this point, which is that what? because I know that no one seems to know. We, no we, one seems to know anything. Need to need the hints. Yeah. yeah, you guys are that good. Yeah, so. you've had some battles um, lately. Yeah. You're looking for a particular superhero with powers derived from the Kree. Oh, yeah. that does not help me at I all. I was going to say, that's not a hint. That's a clarification. <laughs> a clarification. <laughs> The whole, yes. the whole is the Kree. No, the Kree are the, uh, the, the stormtroopers. That I thought so. <laughs> I, I hope the whole is the Kree. Yeah. I could be completely I, wrong about it. I have to say, the most fun thing about doing this in person is watching Jason react <laughs> silently. <laughs> well, he already knows the answer. It is very entertaining. He also did get it. I, yeah, when we tested this, I got this one. So, oh. Oh. so I am better than all of you. <laughs> Doesn't that just saying, I, Jason? I also don't know anything about Dynasty, so I don't have anything. Uh. I think there was also a character named Crystal, something yeah. or other. Crystal. Oh. Erica, you don't have to watch Dynasty <laughs> yeah. to have an attitude. Prince? Anyone? You don't, oh. you don't have to be rich. They might not both be, to be my girl. characters. It could be Blake You don't have to be episode. cool is, is like to rule dynasty. my world. <laughs> Joan Loki's first name, perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> Joan Loki, yes! yes. <laughs> You would doing pro- the okay. wild thing. You would probably, just to like, give you this last chance at it, you would probably be looking for a, a person from Dynasty because it's unlikely I know the name of any of the characters. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, I keep coming back to Joan Collins. Um, yeah, she's, she's really but, absorbing uh, a lot. She's, I'll tell you, she's wrong. <laughs> oh, but she's full of Cree, though. Oh, what's the other <laughs> one? The Linda. One Linda, what's her name? Linda. No idea. Linda Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Linda Loki. I could see her. You know, she's in the... Um, Oh, Evans, Linda Evans. Ah, now we're on. No, we're not. <laughs> All right. Any any final Super guesses? Super Linda Evans. Final guesses, man. <clears throat> All right, Team One A. Final guesses. Dude. There's nothing. <sighs> David, what did you have? I. F- no. It's, well, it's not Joan Collins. It's not. That's great. It's Pamela Sue Martin. Oh. Nope. It's Emma no, Sam. Larry, Larry. Jason, Larry. I know you got this I gotta one. Get, I gotta You'll get take it out. away. Do it. Okay, well, you have to know that the Kree powers are for, for Captain Marvel, who is Carol Danvers, and then you can back it out to Diane, Diane Carol, Carol Danvers. Now, see, yeah. I was thinking Diane Carol, but she wasn't on the show so long. It's true. Yeah. But That's the no. trick. She I, was I, on the Star Wars yes. holiday special. Which I thought about I seriously <laughs> thought about true. my clue being about Sting. that. Yeah. <laughs> All I right. I a better chance with that. <laughs> that was the end of the game. <laughs> that, that was a thing. <laughs> game over! Jason, what were the final scores? The final scores, tight game, incredibly tight game. Steve's team, Team 2, has 45 points. Uh, but uh, Team 1, so close, 40 points oh. within a question. That was a close one. Very so close. Sad. So sad. Great job, everybody. Thanks so, so much to my entire panel for being here, and thank you all for listening. I'd like to remind you that you can reach us at inconceivable at theincomparable.com or at the worst Twitter handle ever, ever at incon underscore conceivable. Thank you, Jason Snell, for sitting in for Lex Friedman. So long, everybody, and we'll see you next month. Inconceivable was filmed in front of a live studio audience in Spokane, Washington. Dan Warren's wardrobe was brought to you by Botany 500. <laughs> Come on. gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas.